0: Have you been in or are you in a relationship, guys, with someone that you actually can't trust? Ooh, that can be so damn draining and it can just bring anxiousness to your life, right? Well, it's time to actually prioritize honesty and leave behind those deceptions. Now, how the heck do you actually do that? what up homies welcome to women of impact i'm lisa Billy and so happy that you're here because today i've got a very special episode to share with you guys And if you didn't know i go live every single week on thursday at 9am pacific standard time on instagram to answer your questions and share some of the many incredible lessons that i've actually learned from either myself or any of my freaking amazing guests because my mission My mission is to help you build your confidence because I know what it feels like to not have any. I've been there, I've walked the walk and it ain't fun. So my homie, if you're ready to start building the life of your dreams, the one that you actually envisioned for yourself, then let's freaking get after it right now. And in case you want to join one of my lives, mark your calendar, set your alarm, put a post-it note or go onto my Instagram and set on your notification so you can be there live and ask your question next time on Instagram. But here we are on podcast and let's dive in without further ado to this bonus episode. What up everyone? How's everyone doing this wonderful? Oh shit, where's the... I'm swearing already. I don't even know where my headset is. Hopefully you guys can hear me because I forgot my headset. I went to get out. Tea. Whoops. So, what happens when you're uh, running around prepping for an episode to have an episode later today? Um, and I had my head set in, and then I was jumping in the shower and it was a whole thing. So, anyway, <laughs> what are you guys up to? Let me know where you're calling in from. What up, everyone? Lori, lovely to see you. What up, my homie? Louise, what's up? Um Ruiz, how are you guys doing? I'm here to answer any questions. So it sounds perfectly nice, amazing. I guess I don't need the headset then. You know, I'm going to put you guys down slightly lower. All right, there we go. Um, So let me know. Oh, my brother's in the house. Texas, Belgium. All right, now let's get to some amazing questions. All right, let's have a look. Guys, I'm answering questions. Drop them in the bottom. Um, there's a little question mark and I'll be answering questions. I am here. I made a um, a... Very succinct mission statement for my Instagram and for my YouTube channel. And that was going to be that I was going to help you guys build your confidence as much as humanly possible. And so now my mission statement, I actually had to write it out so I could be very succinct. My mission statement for my Instagram is to help you build your confidence one badass post at a time. And my YouTube channel now is um, how to build your confidence one badass guest at a time. And so I'm about to hit 1 million subs on YouTube. So guys, if you're not subscribed, go over to uh, YouTube and subscribe so that I can hit a million. I'm so excited that to me is definitely an indicator that I'm achieving my goal, which is to impact people. So when you have a goal, you have to be very succinct about what that goal looks like and how you're gonna reach it. So to me, hitting the million on YouTube is actually um, very exciting because four years ago, I started this channel with zero subscribers. I was like, is anyone actually gonna wanna listen to me? So anyway, that's been um, very a lot of hard work. And so guys, out there to you guys, what's that thing that you really want to do and you're just worried about that day one because you're like, well, I'm starting from scratch. Yes, you always have to start from scratch when you're trying something new. That's the whole point. But if you give yourself a goal and you just point and say, I'm not going to give up until I'm there, that's how I've gotten to where I am today. So honestly, guys, um, it is a great example that whatever you're feeling right now, you actually can achieve. Um, it just has to be one step at a time. All right. So I'm going to dive into some questions. Um, all right. This question is from Love from Justine. What is the most powerful mindset to have when starting a business? So I'm going to say growth mindset, but that's obviously the very quick and easy answer. What does a growth mindset mean? It means that when someone tells you that, um, question nutrition, when we started, Someone said there's a, a 1,500 Quest Bars on the market. Uh, sorry, there's a 1,500 protein bars on the market. We need another protein bar like we need a hole in the head. Now, when you're starting your own business, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in what you're doing, if you don't believe in your mission, guess what? You're not going to achieve it. So you're going to have that, so that person that's a the naysayer. They're going to really penetrate your emotions and you may not even get started. So if you're starting a new business or if you're on any freaking journey, just accept there's going to be people that don't believe in you. That's just part of it. So number one is ignore the naysayers. Use that as fuel, not as a, deter, a, a, a deter, deterrent factor. Um, so that's number one. Number two, when you fall, get back up. Starting a business or starting anything means that you're going to fail. But here's the beautiful thing that you need to remember. Success and failure teaches you the same lesson. I'm going to repeat that. Success and failure teaches you the same lesson. Now, we all want to be successful because that feels good. But if you're starting a business, then you need to remind yourself that even if you fail, you're going to learn from it. So those are just a couple of tips on, um, as you start your new business, that those are the things that will trip you up. Those are the things that definitely tried to trip me up, but I had to keep reminding myself of those things. So my homie, good luck. I know you're going to freaking crush it. Can't wait to hear next time we do an IG live or maybe not next time, but in a year, I want you to come back and remind me of this question. And I want to hear about your business. All right. Answering question, guys, drop them in the comments below. Um... Okay. Here we go. This is from Izvok. How to keep confident while aging with dating? Okay, so confidence is a result of you showing up and practicing a skill. So don't think about confidence as having to be that st- that starting mark for you to actually feel good about going out and dating. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Is the great news? Is you got two options in life. And I really think this is great news. You got two options in life. Number one, you can age. Number two, you could die. Those are your options. And I really do mean it. Like, I like to make jokes. I like to say things in a funny way. But, like, those are actually your two options. So now, every time I feel badly about, like, oh my God, i got a wrinkle, it's like, oh my God, I've got a wrinkle. Because the other option is to be dead. And so, what I laugh about it. That is actually the truth. So one thing is you need to get very secure and comfortable, not confident, but just comfortable in knowing that aging means that you're doing something like my homie. That's beautiful. Okay. Now as you age, the dating pool, I understand it can differ. As you age, it shrinks a little, shrinks a little, shrinks a little. But now ultimately though, dating is about finding the right one for you. So before you go in thinking, oh my God, I'm old and you know I don't know how to date, write down who you're looking for. We so try to find the person, to catch the person that we um, don't actually think about what we want, what we're looking for and what's actually going to drive us or sorry, what's actually going to be the right uh, partnership for you. Because the last thing you want is to go into a relationship that isn't right for you because you're worried about being alone. I've just done too many freaking interviews with people who have felt like they've gone in the wrong relationship and the wrong relationship ends up being the thing that knocks their confidence. The wrong relationship is the thing that actually makes them feel badly about themselves. So number one is, um, be proud that you're freaking aging. That's amazing. Number two, um, make sure that you write down the list of the things that you're looking for. And then number three, make sure you don't freaking settle and As a relationship expert, you can go check out Matthew Hussey. He's one of my good homies. I freaking love his advice. So you can go check him out as well. But um, I think that that's that's kind of the three things that came to my mind. All right, guys, answering your questions. And if you're just joining, by the way, I do have a um, magazine cover reveal party-esque type thing at Barnes & Noble at the Americana. And if you want details, it's next Thursday. Come and hang. Come and hang with me. Go check out my link tree. All the details are in that. It's next Thursday um, at the Americana. All right. Ooh, this is a great question. This is from Mellow writes. How to have confidence even when you feel heavy guilt for leaving a toxic relationship? Ooh, all right, mommy. I think these are two parts. I think number one, you absolutely need to assess why you have the guilt of leaving a toxic relationship. Now, I don't know the details, but that's something you have to really identify because if it was toxic, then it means that it was great for you. Now, the guilt may come from a conditioning that you've had as as a child. That guilt may come from um, childhood trauma or childhood wound um, where you feel badly about leaving somebody that maybe um, has also uh, anxiety or um, issues but this stems from their childhood. And so maybe you feel badly about that. You have to really know and identify where that guilt comes from, from the get-go. So then you have to build your confidence. But until you identify that, I don't think you're going to be able to move on. So number one, what I would do is think about where your guilt comes from, the childhood, the, um, the condition that you've had, write those down. Number two, what I would do is also write down the things that actually made that relationship toxic because guys, I get it. Before Tom, I was in a relationship where there would be these nightmare arguments and he was verbally abusive and he just wasn't a nice person and then I would leave. And then in leaving, I started to feel alone. I started to, he would say that I would never find anybody that would love me as much as he did. And so I started to let that really get into my head. Now, if I had written down all the toxic behavior, I think I would have stayed out of that relationship. I wouldn't have gone back. But the problem is we romanticize certain things in our lives. And so what I was doing was I had all this toxicity in my relationship and then I would leave and then I'd romanticize certain parts of, oh my God, remember that time, that time that he opened the door and the time that he actually paid for my McDonald's fries and I actually wasn't the one that had to pay for everything. Oh my God, do you remember that? Like I was going back to the one thread of a beautiful moment and I went back into that relationship because so I was like, see, he is a good person. Now I was, that was a trickery that my mind was playing on me. So write out what that toxicity was. Then once you've done that and you've done the internal work of the guilt, you've identified all the toxic things that was in that relationship. Then you can start to work on your confidence. That becomes again, the secondary Almost like the byproduct of you doing the guilt work, the trauma work, the childhood work, and then the toxicity work. That will come afterwards. So don't worry about not having the confidence right now. You have to do the work in order to get there. All right, guys, answering your questions, drop them in the question box below. I'm bringing them up and I'm answering them. Um, My goal really is to help people build their confidence. So that's why I'm really showing up on these lives. I really want to help you guys build your confidence one live at a time. My Instagram is building your confidence one post at a time. And my YouTube channel that's about to hit 1 million subs is about helping you build your confidence one badass guest at a time. So guys, if you're not subscribed over in YouTube, go over there right now. Let's get to that million. Let's start helping other people out there with building their confidence one video at a time. Okay uh okay so just reading a couple of comments so megan says you can relate to romanticizing the bare minimum yeah it's true i get it and that's the thing like we shouldn't beat us up us us ourselves up over it i think it comes from such a beautiful place where we want to see the good in people we want to feel good about ourselves and so we hold on to that one moment but the problem is we've got to peel off the blinders and actually see it for what it is otherwise we're never going to be able to heal and you're never going to be able to move on all right, next question. If you have big, beautiful, incredible, audacious dreams for your online business, but you actually lack the confidence in your ability to then actually make it happen, then I promise you, my homie, and I say this with all the love and compassion in my heart, your company will never get where you want it to go i've been there guys in growing quest i had to face myself every day i didn't know what i was doing and i really wish that i had shopify at the time because when you choose to grow your business with shopify you have everything you need to make your dreams a reality now shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you at every stage of your business from launching your business to hitting a million dollars Shopify has got you completely covered and with their incredible magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout you literally have everything you need to make all of your amazing businesses dreams a reality and that's exactly why I adore and love Shopify if you're serious about growing your freaking badass business and you want to build your confidence and have faith then Shopify is here for you so go over right now and sign up for just one dollar a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash lisa all lowercase guys again that is go to shopify.com slash lisa right now to grow your business no matter where you are and what stage it's in one more time that's shopify.com slash lisa you won't regret it okay this is from is is bulk is bulk have to deal with people who future fake, not following through on what they've promised. Okay, so I think of something as being maybe like the three-strike the three strike rule. I think I got this from Dr. Ramani. I got it from some, one of my guests. Um, and so the three-strike rule goes to... Oh, thank you, Megan, for subscribing. The three-strike rule goes... Sometimes people will say something they're going to do and they don't mean to future fake. They really don't. They have every beautiful intention of following through or doing the thing that they've said. And then whatever, something may come up, uh, anxiety may happen. Some stress may happen. Some health issues may happen. And so something may actually come up where they're not able to actually follow through with the promise. That we've got to give everyone grace. We've got to give each other grace because we all have that. right? I've done, definitely done that. I'm like, oh my God, of course. And then that time comes and I'm like, oh my God, I'm either going to break or my health's not going to do well, or I've made another commitment that I completely forgot about because I'm a bit scatty. Like that is real. So let's not just bucket people into being, um, you know, like maybe uh, toxic or, you know, assholes or anything like that. So that is strike one. Now, if it happens again, see, see again, take inventory. That's what I like to do. I like to take inventory before I pass judgment on why that happened. So now number two, take inventory again. What was the reason? I would always be very honest. If it was something that upset me, because for me to have a great relationship with someone, trust is a big thing. And honesty is like right at the top. And so I would be very honest and I would ask them, Hey, maybe it didn't mean it, Like, it's very possible. But You know, you promised me this and I know you did it once and I totally understand why because you were really stressed, but this is now the second time and I'm really struggling with being able to know whether I can rely on you or not, right? You're not, you're not accusing them because the second you accuse them, what happens? We've all been accused of things before. So just like play it in your own head. When you're accused of something, either your walls go up or you start saying you're sorry when maybe you're not even sorry. So you don't want that either. You don't want them to apologize for something they actually don't really mean to apologize for like that isn't the point the point is to actually uh, unpeel the onion to find out why they future fakes and weren't able to follow through okay now the third time it's a freaking pattern the third time it means that's who they are that's what they like and look again i'm gonna say it doesn't mean that they're a bad human it just means maybe there's someone that can't follow through Maybe that they've had that their whole lives. Maybe they were brought up with a parent that absolutely promised the world to them and their parent never followed through. So the behavior is something that they've adopted. Okay, great. Now, at least if you've taken inventory that they've done it three times and it's a behavior that becomes a pattern, you have the power to say, is this someone I want in my life? Is this a relationship I'm actually interested in? Because ultimately that comes down to you. And now you know, and you can really approach that situation with utter clarity and say, oh, hey, I've actually decided that I really like this person. And you know what? I'm just going to know I can't rely on them. Everything that they're going to say they're going to do in the future, I know they're not going to do. But when I actually end up hanging out with them, they're funny, they make me laugh, they seem sweet. Cool. Now at least you know when they make a promise, you don't rely on them or you know, hey, this actually really bothers me and this isn't someone I can have in my life. Next question. All right. Air Crystal 5. How do I gain the confidence to make friends as an adult? Okay, so number one, I think you need to identify what it is that held you back maybe earlier on. So for me, I was teased by women. Like the, big, the most amount of bullying I got as a kid was by girls. And so growing up, I actually saw girls as a bit of like the mean girls. Like if you guys have ever seen that movie, like I, that's how it felt to me growing up. I had one friend, my girl, Nicole, and from the age of nine, we were like besties. She was the one that I could rely on. She was the one that I knew had my back, but it was very hard for me to make friends beyond that. And so I had to identify what was holding me back from actually just approaching other women. And that was one of them. I was like, oh, I've had the experience where girls aren't nice to me. And if girls aren't nice to me, I don't want that. That feels terrible. So I'm just going to stay in my little corner. It's actually better to like be alone or be without one friend than to feel bullied, teased, or someone's like, you know, uh, talking behind your back. Now, the great news is, is once I re- recognized that, once I realized where it came from, I was able to say, okay, Lisa, well, what happens if I try to talk to this person? like it can be little stepping stones what happens if you're at the gym like i'm not sure like what environments you put yourself in but that's number one like what environment in fact what environments do you put yourself in to actually then be able to make friends so if i was um looking to make friends obviously my show is kind of like the trojan horse if you will like all of my best homies have come from my show why because i have the same mindset they do So that's actually one thing is like, where, what's the type of mindset and the type of habits and the type of lifestyle you're looking for in a friend? Because you don't, here's the thing, you're, you may be freaking amazing. And so other people would be happy to be friends with you. So before you start going out and going, oh, will you be my friend? What is the thing that you're looking for in a friend? What's the qualities? Just like a relationship, what are the qualities you're looking for in a relationship? Write those down. Now ask yourself, where would that sort of of person go? If it's someone who you're looking for a growth mindset, someone that loves business, someone that loves talking about strategy, someone that can actually be vulnerable, you may not want to go to a club and then pick up the drunk chick. And when I say pick up, I mean like, you know, make friends with the drunk chick that's dancing on the table. She may be a great night out, but she's probably not the person that's going to fill your bucket of the things that you said that you want in a friend. So that's number one. Number two, once you're there in that environment, so let's say for me, it was like, I really love the gym. So I would actually, if I was going to a gym, I would like, like actually look around and see who's got like a bit of a happy face. And then I would like give them a little nod and a thumbs up, like from afar, but just a little nod and a thumbs up. Because here's the thing. Ultimately, that's what really, really women want. I'm, in fact, I'm just going to speak for myself, but I really want just women to be nice to each other. That is it. So sometimes I'll be out, and someone be like, nice hair. And I'm like, oh, thanks, homie. Or oh, I'll pass someone and I'm like, oh, my God, your shoes are amazing. And I'm not going to lie. I won't say someone's shoes are amazing if they're not, but I'm absolutely going to give someone a compliment to get, let them know who I am. And now practice. If you don't have the confidence yet to even walk past somebody, practice on someone else. Practice on yourself, looking in the mirror. Practice on, you know, your, if you've got a sister. Or just say to yourself, you know what? The next time, the next time I see a woman wearing shoes that I love, I'm going to commit to saying I love them to her. The worst that's going to happen is she's going to be rude to you. I doubt it. Like the chances of a woman being rude to you when you said something nice to her is very, very minimal. So just to recap, write down the list of the types of friends you're looking for as an adult. Then go to that place And start scouting. And then number three, just give them a compliment. That starts to open the door to future um, relationships. And then, of course, if it's something that you go to consistently, like if if it is something like the gym, you start to see that person over and over. And so what ends up happening is, just like dating, saying to them, oh, nice muscles or love your pants is step number one. Then it can evolve into... Um, oh my God, you know what, how do you do that? Like, how do you lift that weight? If you don't mind, can you just quickly show me? And then after that, I'll be like, hey, you want to go grab a salad, right? Because again, if that's like your list of things that you're looking for, someone that eats healthy, but that encourages you to eat healthy, then that's how you build a friendship. It's just like dating. It's not like you're going to meet your best homie in on day one. It takes time and it takes practice. And then lastly, just as my girl Vanessa Van Edwards wrote an amazing book called Captivate. I love this book so much. It was one of my catalysts to help me build my confidence as I started to go um like socialize more. It really does give a strategy, a step by step of how to actually make friends. And so that book is called Captivate. Go check that out to her. All right, guys, if you're just joining, a couple of things to mention. I am very excited. I'm going to be on the front cover of L.A. Style magazine. And it's going to be a surprise. I actually haven't seen the cover yet. But I'm going to be at Barnes & Noble at the Americana next Thursday signing books of mine and then also signing front covers of L.A. Style. But it's completely free. You do not have to buy anything. If you just want to come and hang and get a hug, I would love to see you guys there next Thursday. Go check out my link tree if you want to... Um, Uh, click like, you have to like click on the invite, but again, it's completely free. You can come hang with me. That is next Thursday, my homies come and hang and say, hi. Um, and I would love to see you. Okay. I am answering questions, guys. Let me know what you're struggling with. Um, I, if honestly, oh my God, I get so excited when I wake up and I think, oh my God, if in the 30 minutes I'm on Instagram live, I help someone out there watching. Get a tool that then helps them build the confidence to then go out and do something. Ooh, that fills my heart so much. It really does align with my mission and my goals in life. And so please, Hopefully, you guys can be completely, you know, transparent as much as humanly possible so that we can help build confidence together, because I do think it doesn't just take one thing. It takes me throwing the stone in the ocean to create some ripples that are going to create a tsunami. We are all the ripples in order to create the tsunami around the world. So guys, please do uh, throw in questions in the comments box at the bottom. Um, and there's a little question mark. And you can type your question there. Okay, answering some questions. Let's have a look. What else have we had? Um. Not sure if I can read the whole question. Is it best to stay with a partner who lies about basic things such as who is blood related and getting kicked? Uh I can't read the rest. Oh, and getting kicked out of military. That's two of six. I'm not sure what you mean that's two of six, but is it best to stay with a partner who lies about basic things? That's a you question. But but I would say personally, if you're lying about the small things, what else are you lying about? Like it becomes a mindset that you're the type of person that doesn't mind lying. And so someone oh my god dr john brown is like no i i mean i i agree like everyone's saying no um there you go that that's your answer so the question is i personally would never because once someone again it becomes a mindset of how someone thinks if you're small if you're lying about the small things what else are you gonna lie about and when it becomes a relationship someone i actually share my life with like if it's a friend i just i can actually Uh, compartmentalize and say look they lie about the small things but you know what they're really fun to hang out with when we video game or when I cold plunge with them cool if they lie does it actually make a difference to my friendship if my friendship is built on being the person that cold plunges with them no but when it comes to relationships when it comes to a partnership when it comes to me sharing my life with someone trust is like one of the top freaking three things that I make sure that I have in my relationship with my husband Tom Trust is everything. And so if you lie, if you lie about the small things, what else are you lying about? And I'm not going to jump straight to it, but trust me, the thing that came to mind is if they cheat, of course they're going to lie about it. Of course, because there's no guilt. Now, again, you can actually say, well, that makes them an asshole. Sure, very possibly. It can come from childhood trauma. It can come from the belief system that they were brought up on, that, that lying is totally fine. Maybe they've had parents, they to them, but it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it okay for, you, uh, for them to lie to you. So now at least you know, are you willing, and this is the final thing, are you willing to be in a relationship with someone that can lie that you can't trust? My answer is no. Everyone's already saying it in the comments, but that's my answer too. But ultimately, my homie, this is your life. This is your partnership. And you have to ask yourself that because the next time they lie or the next time you find out that they've fight, been hiding things from you, at least, you know, you chose to be in a relationship with someone that's like that. And it's not a surprise. All right. Everyone feel, felt very strongly about that one, apparently. Um, okay. Answering some questions. All right. How to tell if your partner is a narcissist. Well, it so happens that I have a YouTube channel where I talk about this. So I actually just interviewed um, uh, Dr. Barney, who is literally the narcissist expert. I've interviewed now a lot of people. So she is absolutely amazing. I actually just dropped an episode with her last week about this very thing. So go over to you. It's like two hours long, guys. So um, unfortunately, I don't have two hours to explain this. But go over there right then now to uh, Lisa Bilyeu on YouTube, I'm about to hit a million. So if you watch the episode, please do subscribe. I'm so excited to hit that million to be able to impact more and more people. But how do you tell her there's a narcissist? Here's the thing. The word narcissist is being thrown out there every which way now. If they're toxic, if they're manipulative, all of a sudden they're a narcissist. But that actually isn't true. Narcissists have very specific traits in them that make them clinically a narcissist. It means that they actually lack empathy. They lack empathy. Now it comes from a childhood wound that they haven't been able to actually resolve. Mm -hmm. Now, again, there's a whole many, many signs that you can identify what a narcissist is, but go over to YouTube, Lisa Binu right now and check out those interviews. I actually just dropped another one yesterday about how you know you're having sex with a narcissist. That was such a fun one to do because there's nuance to this and that's why I don't want to just give you a blanket statement on narcissism like there's so much detail that goes into it so go check all right here answering questions guys um if you're just joining or yes if you're just joining I actually have a book signing I'm going to be on the front cover of LA Style Magazine and as we talk about confidence guys you would never have freaking guessed that I would have the confidence to do a photo shoot let alone then be on a uh, front cover let alone then promote it like i wouldn't have had the confidence because i was teased and bullied as a kid for my looks my nose they used to call me concord i got so many insults I mean, and i still do sadly when you're you know in social media and stuff you still do get um some insults but it's a great example. And this is why it makes me so damn proud of that, that I'm now on the front cover is that I never believed in myself. I never actually believed that I could um, have the confidence to be the type of person that would be okay and excited about this. And so building your confidence, it becomes a build is like a muscle. You have to keep practicing. And right now, if you don't have the confidence, maybe it's your day one. Right? Like think about it, the gym, like I love that analogy that it is the gym. It's day one. It's like, you're just putting on your sneakers in order to get to the gym in the first place, but in a year, in two years, in three years, if you're, if you're consistent, if you watch every angle of how you freaking show up, because confidence isn't just about what you say, it's about what you do. It's about what you wear, it's about how you feel. All these things really do contribute to how you show up in, in, in life. And so I actually have a book, Radical Confidence, right there, my homies. That actually gives 10 no BS lessons of how you build your confidence. So get that, check that out too. Um, And okay, I am out of time, but I feel bad that I just waffled for a little. So I will put up one more question. Um, It's kind of similar to the other one, but um, there's slightly different. Where do I meet successful women for friends? Ask yourself, where do successful women go where do successful women go? Now, the question also is why do you want to meet successful women and have them as friends? Like you have to identify what you're looking for. Write those things down. Because if you're looking for someone to help you build your confidence or someone to actually show what's possible, cool, amazing. Now you've got your why. Like make sure that you know your why. Then the next thing is, where do successful women go? There's so many groups out there where, you know, um, God, a lot of them are paid, so I don't necessarily want to promote anything paid like that, but that's k- sadly kind of what you need to do. There are a lot of groups. So, like, in fact, I have we have Impact Theory University where my husband teaches on a consistent basis. The thing that I hear from our students all the time is the community, is that everyone's there to learn, everyone's there to grow, everyone's... And you have people who have hundred million dollar companies. You have people that are just starting out and it's a whole eclectic mix of people that are just looking to better their lives. So find that space and then go to that space and then try, um, and then work on building your friendships, but have your wife first and then go over and know what you're looking for. And then also the last thing is, I'm not sure how to say this in a polite way, but no one wants you to be friends with them because of something that you possess so like I don't really want my friends to be friends with me because I'm successful quote-unquote like what does that even really mean like what does successful mean and then also like I said I don't necessarily want my friends to be friends with me just because of that because it could all go away tomorrow guys I have zero um what's the word uh uh, well, I come to the kind of think of the word. I don't fool myself either. I don't fool myself into thinking the success is forever. I don't fool myself into thinking money is forever. I don't hold my identity towards success or money. And so, I want to make sure that when I build my friendships, actually they're very genuine. And sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you actually don't know because you could see all the signs. Oh my god, they're my great friends, and then the shit hits the fan, and that's when you freaking know that's when you know when people actually want to be friends with you or not because those are the people that stick around. Like my friends, a lot of them happen to be successful but that's happenstance. I met them through the fact that they were successful, right? They came on my show or someone introduced me and they're freaking badass and so I've made friends with them. But you better believe if the shit hits the fan, I'm not going to say this actually but one of my very close friends was so successful and the shit hit the fan and overnight, like that she lost everything she's still one of my closest freaking hoes that's where you build real friendship and how you can use um how you can use not even used how you can identify when a friendship's genuine now look I'm not even to say that I don't have friends that just I talk about business I do I have friends where I show up I talk we talk about data we talk about their funnels we talk about all the things that we do And I, that's just the type of relationship I have with them, but it doesn't mean that it's a fake relationship. And that's going to be the important part. Make sure that when you build these relationships with them, that you're not just looking for that one thing, because if it goes away, now you're the type of person that only cares about success. And homie, you're going to find it real hard. And when, when, I'm not going to say if, when you succeed, what's the type of people you want around you? Do you want people to just be friends with you because you're successful? Do you want people to like literally disappear? When or if your success ends up falling? No. All right, guys. I've got a I've got an interview today that I've got to go prep for. Thank you so much for joining. Again, if you're in LA and you want to come hang with me and get a big cuddle, I would love to see you guys. I'm also doing a Q&A and I'm going to be signing my book and signing magazine cover that I'm going to be on, LA Style Magazine, um, and that is at Barnes & Noble at The Americana the americana the link is in my link tree to so go over there for more details um and then you can get um yeah you can just uh, subscribe or not subscribe you can click the invite and then i would love to see you guys i would love dr john to come to new york city um i don't have any plans yet but hopefully i will um but if you guys are in LA come on over come hang with me that is next Thursday put it in your calendar put it in your diary go to the link right now in my link tree and then also guys if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel I'm so excited that I'm about to hit one million because I didn't feel good like I literally wasn't going to start YouTube when I wanted to start a podcast I wasn't going to start YouTube I was too petrified to get in front of the camera I was like, I'm not going to get in front of the camera. That's too petrifying. And my husband just looked at me and he's like, but babe, I thought your mission was to help women. And I was like, it is. He's like, so why aren't you getting in front of the camera? You're letting your ego, you're letting your, your insecurity get in your way. And so I was like, well, the hubby's right. It's my insecurity versus my mission. I chose my mission. So I decided to get in front of the camera and just practice. And now here we are almost four years later, I'm about to hit 1 million. So guys, if you're not subscribed, go over and subscribe. And then hopefully that message of you're always going to have a day one when you try anything new. Do not beat yourself up if you don't have the confidence. Do not beat yourself up if you don't have the skill set because you have to get started to build it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining. I will see you, as always, next Thursday on my next IT Live. But hopefully, actually, I see you at uh, Barnes & Noble, at the Americana next week. Let me know if you're coming. And until next time, guys, be the hero of your own life. Peace.